Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to Eat Sleep Sixers. I am one of your hosts, 215 The Sports Guy. Got my sister in the house, Jennifer from the block. And guess what? The Sixers win. How do you feel about the win, Jen? Let's elaborate on it. I feel great about the win. This is what you do to an opponent that is inferior. You take them, you smack them, and you keep them down the entire game. That is what you do. And uh, I was, you know, before anyone, even though it's just me and you today, steals my flowers. I got my flowers right here, even though my co-host is on the phone. We'll just talk about y'all. All right. So we got a bunch of you in the chat today. I'm really happy to see that. I thought everybody be out there watching the Eagles game. We got... I'm going to say your name wrong. Strivza, Strivza, Strivza. I don't know, buddy. Can you tell me how to say your name in the chat? We got Pro- Prophet. We got Sam Jones. We got we Jose. Got Don we got Hack in the house. Hope. We got Don Hag. We got Raheem. I am very happy to see you all in here. Strive. Jose's in the house. Yeah, you know, from, straight from the work site. Jen, I want to read off some stats for you. And right. I want you to, you know, let me know as if I wasn't out there, as if I wasn't watching the game. Let me know what you saw, what you liked of these players. Tyrese Maxey, 33 minutes, 23 points, one assist. How do you feel about his performance tonight? Well, Tyrese was, uh, you know, he was fast. He was making shots. His shots weren't falling, unfortunately. His threes were, at one point, he was like two for eight from the three-point line. You know, but he's still trying to get his feet under him. His shots were just a little bit short. Uh, mm-hmm. But all-around energy was great from that young man, and uh, he still had a really good game. He left some meat in the bone is what it sounds like out there. He left some And Strive uh, says, Maxi is back, back. Hey. Hey, James Harden with a man's triple-double. 20 points, 11 assists, 11 rebounds from our point guard. What do you feel about his performance tonight? James was in it from from the moment the game started. This was like he was trying to redeem himself for that performance the other night against – did they play? I don't even know. It's two nights ago. My brain has already forgotten who we played. (laughs) But he, you know, and he, oh, the Bulls, the Bulls. He's already trying to make up for his Bulls uh, performance, and he definitely did, no doubt about it. He was, he had that triple-double in the first half or very, very early in the third quarter. So uh, very, very good game from James Harden, our point guard. We've been screaming for this all season, and it's sorry to say it takes our big man going down to see Dreadman, who had another masterful game of 20.6 rebounds, and Paul Reed with a double-double off the bench, 16 points, 11 rebounds. What do you think about our big man attack tonight? Well, first I want to talk about Paul Reed first and Let's foremost, because Paul Reed Showed up and showed out. Paul Reed had, I believe, eight offensive rebounds. Oof. I mean, that was 
we were talking before the game about we have no one on the bench. <laughs> Somebody was saying we have nobody on the bench to rebound or we don't. And that is just simply untrue. Paul Reed is a rebounding machine. He gave us so many second chance opportunities tonight. It was a beautiful thing to see uh, out of Paul Reed. And you know how much I love Montrez. Montrez is my, I get, he gets my flowers tonight. He came out there with the positivity, with the energy, with the focus, and uh, all around freaking great game from Montrez Harrell. Most definitely. Absolutely. Most definitely. Uh, we, we definitely needed that with, you know, a big piece, no pun intended, uh, missing from our lineup uh, on tonight. These guys filled the role massively. And it looks like Shake Milton filled the stat sheet up himself tonight with eight points, six assists, six rebounds. What do you think about his performance off the bench? Shake, shake, shake. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was doing his thing. Uh, he was only a couple, he was only one bucket away from joining the other seven, mm -hmm. six, seven people in do double figures on the Sixers today. So, uh, you know, he filled his role well. And uh, the only person who didn't mm -hmm. seem to take a little bit of, uh, I don't know, it was like he was being inhabited by P.J. Tucker. It was like the ghost of P.J. Tucker. Jumped into his body? Into D'Anthony Melton's body today. Zero points. I see. Zero assists. I see. We only took five shots the whole game. What did so, you see? What did you see out there that contributed to that? Like I don't know. He looked lost out there, Carl. He did not look like himself. Maybe mm. he wasn't feeling well. Maybe he just wasn't up for an afternoon game. Yeah. I don't know. But do you yeah. know who was up for an afternoon game? Who was? Tobias Harris. Okay. okay. Tobias Harris admittedly loves an afternoon game and you could tell because he was like laser focused yeah yeah defense was on point tonight huh it was it was good i mean you're playing the pistons look the pistons they're not a good team i don't care how much kate and all want to sit there and talk about you never discount this team they could come back at any time blah blah yeah. blah no they're actual garbage. They're actual trash <laughs> juice garbage. Yeah. And you know who belongs on the team with them? Who? Corkmas. I see you got some minutes tonight, Jen. And he did not deserve even that garbage time minutes. He made he made one dunk, which was which was actually hilarious. Good for you, Corkmas. But the play before the dunk was embarrassing. And I think Daniel House might just end up on Shaq in a fool. You know, Aunt Mums, <laughs> Aunt Mums is making a, a horrible, horrible assumption right here. Is saying that, <laughs> and I don't believe it one minute. And you know, this this kid seems like he takes the game seriously. He takes care of his body. Uh, you know, everybody is entitled to an off night, and for a guy that's been on way more than he's been off, I give him the pass tonight. Especially yeah. because we won. Yeah, I don't know what the hell was going on, but. I'm sorry, Aunt Sims. Oh, that's why. That's why. <laughs> that's, that's why he's upset. Jen. That's why. That's why they do you often take Melton on your FanDuel bets because maybe you jinxed the man. I don't know, but 
uh, it, it was a good game. It was a it was a fun game to watch because I love a Paul. I love a good Paul Reed game. Yeah, I love yeah, when he yeah. is showcasing his talent, not getting into foul trouble, making his like making these really crazy shots just look easy. You know, that's his kind of game. Hopefully How not. many times did Korkma shoot Berg? I don't know. I have to look it up. I saw two. I saw two attempts. One was ridiculous and didn't make it in, and the other was a dunk. Was a dunk. Yeah, yeah. It was a good opportunity against a team like this to bounce back from last game, where we you know we didn't just we didn't have the juice, uh, you know, to just figure some things out tonight. It felt good to get in that winning column again. Uh, don't look now. We got these same Detroit Pistons, January the tenth, yes, back to back. Uh, um, they play us at the crib at our crib this time, so you know it's a great opportunity to get a back to back win versus an Eastern Conference opponent and get some of our guys in rhythm. Hopefully, Joel will be back uh, next game. I'm banking on it. So here she is. She's coming down the hallway, and she has a bouquet in her hand. The flower lady has arrived and she wants to know jen who does your flowers go to this evening there isn't even a doubt in my mind who my flowers go to this evening my flowers go to shrez my guy was on fire season high again yeah second time you know he had a he had 20 point game he just like stepped into those shoes Big ass shoes, Joel Embiid, and uh, you know, did him did him proud. I, I was proud of him. Uh, he just he wasn't made. He did everything right, in my opinion. So how I about got, you? I gotta give it to my guy. I, I gotta give it to my guy. Of I course you think, do. I mean, the average person doesn't know how hard it is to sit on the bench night after night, not knowing when your number's going to get called, not knowing what plays you're going to be involved in, and. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. You come in and perform well, really well. Um, kudos to him for not hanging his head, throwing the towel in, saying just, you know what? I'm never going to get a chance, a good chance. Doc is riding me. He's not giving me an opportunity. He took his opportunity tonight. And that's what you have to do in the NBA. You know, you it's, as a bench player, it's a cold world out there. But with the opportunities you are given, you have got to cash tent. And yeah, Paul man, Reed, and you know what? He he like it was a different Paul Reed tonight. He was smooth. He was taking his time. He wasn't getting into those stupid fouls that he always gets into. You know, I mean, it was it was a really good Paul Reed game. I have to say, all the Jose. role players get Jose's flowers. That's awesome. That's good. solid. That's I wanted solid. to say I want to address a couple of these comments. Go How ahead, many John. rebounds for Reed? I don't know, but I know he had like he had eleven eight uh, offensive rebounds, which is outrageous and fantastic for us. How many he had? Eleven point six rebounds for him. I mean, I love, excuse me, sixteen points, eleven rebounds for him. And before the game, we during our pregame, uh, Jose, uh, or was the what the. Uh, Hold on, I'll find the word in a second. His, uh, 
You mean a, Nostradam a Nostradamus pick again? He guessed something, yeah, right? Yeah, what do we call that again? We call it a... Uh... Bold prediction. Bold prediction. There we Damn. go, Jen. Wow. Bold prediction was that uh, Paul Reed would get a double-double, and Paul Reed got a double-double. Now, oh, Ann Sims and I both predicted Matisse, or no, Tyrese to get a 40-point, but, Whoa. you know, his shots just weren't falling yet. But he'll get there. He'll get there. I mean, 23 points is still, still hella good, uh, you know, and if I'm not mistaken, that's around his average uh, for this year before he was injured. So, you know, I'll take the points. We needed them tonight. Um, so, I just want to. I just also want to give some props, maybe a little one of my flowers, like a, a carnation, a, <laughs> a single carnation to Matisse Thibel, who got six steals tonight. Mm. Six steals. He was one steal away from his career high. So that I mean, was three. It's almost a given. If Matisse plays over 15 points, he's going to have three plus steals. It's just a given. He does this, you know. So I've read in an article that people were questioning Doc. Well, why is Matisse getting time now opposed to, to House? Matisse has done well with his opportunities, Doc says, right now. And, you know, uh, his defense is basically better than House. And House isn't putting up enough offensive numbers to make them say, oh, we got to keep House in over Matisse. So they're battling for a roster spot right now. So. And House is absolutely losing that battle. Big time. And when he went and made that dunk tonight, he showed exactly why. He doesn't have the patience or the finesse yet. That's what I'm saying. He's not gonna. I don't know yeah. how long he's been in the league, but he, got he, doesn't some time, have, he doesn't have that finesse. And maybe he never will. He uh, he just, you can't run up and dunk on some embarrass yourself like that. <laughs> he looked like one of the Pistons who did that earlier. And the they're thing, young squad, and they are just a mess. They are. So. The one thing I see of House is he tries to force offense a lot of times. And honestly, you got to let it come to you. You got to let the game come to you, uh, especially when you're a player. Peace and love, Fobs. Especially when you're a player that's depending on other players to get you shots. You got to let it come to you. You know, I see him forcing a lot. He, he does the little step back thing his heart and that type of step back. And oftentimes it doesn't fall, you know, pump and drive, bro. Get contact, go to the line. You know, uh, that's what I feel like his game should be. He should be a dirty guy off the bench. So. Yeah. You know. would. He should be something off the bench. <laughs> right now he's just kind of like taking up a roster spot. It's funny because the other day on uh six or 24 to seven, um, Timmy Snyder pointed out the fact that, we have so many unused roster spots because we have like so many guys who don't get any tick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Plus we have that empty roster spot. We have 16 guys instead of 17 guys. That's been lingering all year long. It's, it's ridiculous. So what is that about? I, that's about, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to figure something out for a trade deadline, but how do you let go of, how you let go of Bassie or Joe or whatever just to have an empty roster spot doesn't make any thing. sense. Those guys don't make any money. It's not like you're you're you know you're going over the salary cap because of a Paul Bassie or Paul Bassie Charles Bassie. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So what do we got here? Abdul, he say, problem here is so many good players here. Everyone won't get tech. Well, that's true. And everybody right. shouldn't. Right. Korkma shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. So let's talk about George Niang. You would have thought George Niang was uh, Zach Levine after you were watching Kate and Ola talk about him today. He had a good game. Yeah. He had a solid game. Yeah. But man, they talk about that man like he is the second coming. I mean, uh, he's he's put his bar of expectation there with his play the last few years here. So I expect this out of him. I expect 14 points off the bench. He's capable of that. Uh, you know, he is our best shooter on this team. Uh, he's been that for a while now. So, you know, my question with him is, can he continue playing consistent throughout the season into the playoffs? Last year, I saw his play die down a little bit towards the playoffs. Those knees of his, the mm -hmm. minivan, tires went flat. So I'm hoping for the tires to stay inflated this time of year because we sure well, need his game in the playoffs. If you remember last year with George and the rest of the bench, they had to play a lot of minutes they did. in the early to mid part of the season because of injuries and illness. And, you know, they played way more minutes than they are necessarily capable of playing, but they had to out of necessity. So by the end of the season, yeah, my man had flat tires, and oh, yeah. he didn't have any change tires. He didn't have a spare. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cork Maz's favorite fan uh, is in the chat, and he's blowing up the chat with Cork Maz praise. Who you is? Might trust this chat. Is it Ant? It's Burke. Oh, Burke. He, you know he loves Cork Maz. He loves grinding, grinding your gears more than anything about Korkmaz. So that's what I think his attempt to do is tonight. Korkmaz did not shoot a hundred percent. Did you see that 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 atrocity before he had the dunk? Come on, I know Ant Sims loves Korkmaz too, and I'm not. I'm never gonna win the Korkmaz hate battle in this in this group. But I don't. I don't get it, y'all. I don't get it. So he's not good. He's fair. He's fair. He should be playing over in Turkey where he can excel. Right. Uh, here he's just he's average and he's, he's not like NBA caliber in my opinion. He's too streaky. You know, sadly enough, Jen, at one point, you know, I really had high hopes for him, you know, being the catch and shoot a la Kyle Corver type of guy for this team. And it just never came to pass you know he couldn't stay consistent and you know he can't do more than one thing so <laughs> some said it's lack of opportunity but you being here four or five years he's gotten about 15 16 minutes per game in years past didn't really do nothing with it consistently out with the old and with the new so you know we have new guys here ready yeah. to take that I know. Unfortunately, you know what, Korkmaz, you had your opportunity. Ref Brown tried his best to make you a bomber, and you bombed. Not in the way he wanted you to, unfortunately. Yes, Zaki. Zaki wants to join the show. I am absolutely all for that. Absolutely. Uh, Zaki, if you're friends with any of us, send us an inbox. He's friends with me. Okay. Send Jenna an inbox. 
Let her know your availability for the games. We'll talk it over with the team. And just like that, you know, this this group of ours, we started this and we're all members of Sixer 24-7. So whenever someone wants to get on uh, with us, we welcome it. You know, we Absolutely. Welcome. Absolutely. I want to talk here with Abdul. Abdul, he is a three-point shooter. And you know what? When he's like, that is his role. Stay in your lane. I get it. You know, he might be a little bit, a lot bit, very much streaky in that role. But he is not to be bringing the ball up. Yeah. He looks like anybody from my grandma could go steal that ball from him when he brings the ball up. It's like all over the place. And, you know, he gets into the lane and he's fumbling around. He's turning the ball over. Stick to your role. If you're going to be out there, (coughs) make your three-point shots. That's what you brought here for. You can't do that. Bottom line. Bottom line. It's an unforgiving league. Uh, You don't get too many chances, and I believe he's gotten a lot uh, here in Philadelphia. So uh, I said it before. read a few articles about it. Uh, you know, the Sixers are shopping him around close to the trade deadline, hoping to get somebody that will bring them closer to the uh, the threshold, you know, and hopefully we could get that done to bring somebody else in here who can contribute, you know, to what we're trying to do here. What what comment are you looking at, Jenna? So you making that face. I was looking at the uh, – there hasn't been one play designed for Cork Moss to get a three. My man needs to make his own place. Why does he got to have a play designed for him? Stand around the perimeter like everybody else does and wait for them to throw you the freaking ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not rocket science. And then I was looking at Fobbs, and he was saying, what if I'm a, if I'm a contrarian, and I want to know what you're talking about? Elaborate, Fobbs. What's so- ISO ball, Berg? See, I wish they could talk back to us. <laughs> Well, well, if they keep on talking, if they keep on talking. He's and saying, he's saying y'all, we're assessing, assessing cork in garbage time minutes. Look, I will assess cork. I have been doing this for a while now. Yeah. All his minutes have not been garbage time minutes. He right. used to be a regular off the bench rotation player, and he still was streaky as hell. You know what I'm mad about? We let go Isaiah Joe opposed to him. We did. And we were obviously wrong with that decision we made. I felt like Isaiah could help the team a lot more and had a higher ceiling than Cork Mines did. Uh, that's just my opinion. At it some point, you got to cut your losses. You got to Zaire Smith that guy, you know? Bye bye. That was a huge cut right there. <laughs> well, Jeez. I'm sorry, man, but Zaire Smith was a terrible experiment. No, nah, actually, Reed isn't doing the same thing. I can say Reed has been more good than bad this year. You know, uh, Reed has has tried to cash in all his opportunities. So, you know, Corkmines has been here for years and has down spiraled as far as progression. So, you know, I can't really compare those two. I don't know, Dom. How did it come down to money? They, well, Cork makes more money, right? Yeah. Cork makes more money. Right. So if it comes down to money, are you saying we couldn't trade Cork because he, he gets paid too much? Maybe that's what you mean. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. But, uh, 
you know. Abdul's still mad about Zaire too. We're both still mad about Zaire. I'm mad about Zaire. You're mad about Zaire. Zaire, I, you know what? We could be mad forever, but it's it's not going to change anything. We could still be mad about Markel folks, but we won't be mad Listen, about that. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> steaming about her. And we can have a whole nother show, a whole nother segment about that. And we'll call it The Forgotten Ones. <laughs> yeah. It's Let's coming soon. That. So so y'all stay, y'all just stay, made up a show for stay us. Stay tuned. I Stay wish tuned. I wore my my Paul Reed Victory Tour T-shirt today because <laughs> I feel like I'm on the Paul Reed Victory Tour today. Absolutely. But you know, we gotta represent the birds. How they doing right now? Anybody got update for us? We are winning sixteen nothing. It's halftime. Woo! Uh, so it's looking like we gotta Go keep birds. our foot to the gas. But the MVP is back, and he's driving the ship straight to the motherland, baby, Bubba. Excuse me, that's a Martin. <laughs> uh, I think Rivers doesn't give significant opportunity. Well, that is that is the truest statement I've heard today. He does not. He, he has, and I said this before. I said this in pregame. He keeps everybody on a short lease, especially yeah. if they're new. They make one mistake, boom, you're not going to see them for three games. I want people to understand something, and it's something I've come accustomed to, you know, peeping with Doc. Doc loves veterans. Doc loves guys who know what they're doing that doesn't need to be held by the hand. He does not like the younger guys that he has to train and coach up. Uh, he just doesn't. And that just, I think, comes from an old-school mindset, from being an old-school player. Uh, you know, he wants the guys that knows what they're doing. That's why they got PJ in there. He may not give you all the glitz and the glamour, but, you know, he knows where to be and when to be there. And know when to set a pick or, or when not to set a pick. So, you know, uh, that's just something I've noticed about him. Uh, is it good? I don't know. Maybe it depends on what type of coach you're looking for. Are you looking for a coach that's going to build your young players up and turn them into something? Or are you going to look for a coach who, you know, knows how to deal with veterans and, you know, can catapult them to a higher seat in the playoffs, which I think he'll do this year. Jen, this episode is going so fast, but do you have anything I know. Else Can you share? believe it? Yeah. I, I, this is a fast one. I just want to say that I think it's a good idea to have a combination of your veterans and your yes. young guys. Like yes. You don't want a whole young team like this Detroit Pistons team we just played who had like two veterans with Alec. Well, count New Orleans. That's three. Uh you don't want a whole like young team because that's just going to be a hot mess. So you need a good mix, right. and you need to develop your players, and right. uh, that'll that'll take you far. And well, the cohesion of the team is really important. So, um, yeah, that's about it. We got to see these guys again on uh, Tuesday night, and Tuesday. that will be our last a last meeting with the Pistons this year. So let's hope we go for the. So weep. I'll bring my broom out and we can all have a little celebration. But I want to get ahead of myself because, you know, in the end of the day, they are an NBA team, even if they are terrible. Most definitely. Most <laughs> definitely. Guys, it's that time that you please pay your attention to the top of the screen. You'll notice that we are on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. We depend on word of mouth advertisement. So, Jen, what do we expect people to do? 
you know, everyone in the league's been but watching our podcast and biting off our slogans. So we need you to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend about Eat Sleep Sixers. And if you are watching us on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. If you're watching us on Facebook, <laughs> subscribe. If you're listening to us on podcast, please give us a five-star review. We love you all. We thank you. And we love coming here and chatting with you. So let's hope we can keep it up. No te vire. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Hola, thank amigo. Hola, <laughs> amigo. Hola, amigo. amigo. Wepa. Wepa. Peace out, y'all. Thanks for watching. <laughs> See y'all Tuesday. Go birds. Go birds. Go sixes. I am ending our show now.